Hey everybody, George here. Before we start episode two, I just want to preface a couple things. So on the day we recorded that, there was a lot of background noise. We were in a rush. There's just a lot of felt like there was a lot of things going on and we just like we jumped all over the place. Uh, bear with us as we're still kind of figuring this out. It's not our best, but we'll hopefully do better for next time. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to Silver Lines Podcast. This is a podcast. Uh, I'm Joseph Soria. And, and I'm George Revelo. And we are recording a monthly podcast where we talk about dealing with grief um, after the loss of both our parents um, last year in 2018. Um, and and trying to check off a thing off our bucket list once a month because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of just trying to live life to the fullest and reflect. So what did we do... An hour ago. Where did we go, George? Uh, there's this thing in downtown uh, L.A. called the Rage Ground. You just go, you pay however much money it is, depending on what kind of things you want to break. You just go there and you break a bunch of stuff. So what? how was it for you, George, walking into this 15 by 15 room full of a printer or something like it? <laughs> random items honestly i didn't know what to expect when i first walked in yeah there's just a bunch of like what glass bottles uh on the ground a bunch of dishes glass bottles and this big biggest there's like a big rubber wheel yeah it was a a tractor tractor tire tractor tire like the biggest item besides that was like a printer printer wanted that thing dead yeah i've never very i've never wanted a printer more dead in my life (laughs) um so how was it for you breaking that experience george Honestly, it was just items. fun breaking stuff it was fun i don't think i got anything out of it i just wanted to break stuff really yeah yeah there was like no like emotional attachment there was no like i'm here to relieve a bunch of my stress or something like that really because you just, you just, sounded like you wanted to last month you're that, like, that's what i thought i was gonna go literally i thought i was saying like oh what if this is a way to relieve stress from like from everything that's happened and everything that's just going on and all. it did none of that i was already i, I think i'm just I'm I'm a, li- a little bit of in a better place. Cool. Perhaps. Wow. That's more. Wow. I don't know, dude. Well, that's that's well, it, folks. That's the end of our podcast. <laughs> George is better. That's, all right. Joseph's well, not. We'll <laughs> just find, kidding. Let's find someone else who just lost someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is and getting really dark be, really fast. A new co-host. Um, that's that's very interesting though. No, um, yeah, yeah, but obviously, huh. like, because we just came upon the anniversary of my mom's passing Dude, which was fuck. was february 24th fuck i forgot to call you oh yeah fuck, that was that in was, my that's oh. no worries how was that yeah that was uh oh, so first so, of all i'm yeah. sorry for not calling you no don't um, worry about it but how was that for you that, that i couldn't sleep the night before i yeah. was literally like that whole month which i don't even like to think about or yeah. even like reflect on at the moment i i just i couldn't sleep at night i had so much trouble sleeping yeah it was uh because all the memories of that entire month, like yeah. just, I was going over everything in my head. The la- the doctor or the nurse who was taking care of my mom coming in telling us that like, yeah, she's probably only got like a day or two left in her. Wow. She's still young and it wasn't even a day or two. It was literally like within 12 hours she would pass away. Wow. Which, yeah, I remember that. I, I don't even want to go into it yet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just, that was a... That was a day for sure. We had a we went to go visit my mom at her grave. Yeah, uh, brought her some flowers, just hung out there for an hour or two, and then uh, we were getting uh, a family get together. Mm-hmm. So family came over. We all hung out, had some food, had some chicken, 
stuff like that. Yeah. Kids playing. Yeah. And that was just kind of it. Yeah. It's a pretty low key kind of. Yeah. Uh, just low key. Memorial. Like, kind oh, of yeah. Anniversary and this is like, Memorial Day. I was going to post about it online and I did. I did for like thir- for 30 seconds. I posted online. And what happened? But like, it just didn't feel right to post something. How come? Like, I don't know. I honestly just didn't feel right. Hmm. To post it to me, hmm. for whatever reason, because I I never I never posted anything like about how she was what she was going through. Yeah. I kept that literally just personal, yeah, family stuff. Except See, like literally just on this, because I don't think anyone's ever really gonna listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> already down the drink. Except Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like I posted something on Instagram for like thirty seconds. I looked at her. And then I just took it down because I didn't like it. I didn't like how I felt. Like I felt like I was using it to get likes, but that that but that's not the mentality like I had when I posted. I was like, well, it's been a year. I think mm-hmm. every, people who don't know should know now. Do you think you're scared of being vulnerable in a public setting like social media? Maybe, maybe that could be it. Hmm. I mean, maybe I just because maybe I didn't put the right words in the caption or something no. or maybe i just uh, i don't know hmm. i just yeah so you deleted it i deleted it like 30 seconds later i was like yeah no nah, this isn't gonna happen um i kind of see i get what you're talking about because a lot of times i would post <clears throat> take like <laughs> just really weird when my dad was hospitalized the last couple months of his life i was trying to keep things leisure like uh level lighthearted and like post like snapchats or what do you call it? instagram stories of him mm-hmm. like at the hospital smiling messing around and my mom was like oh don't post that mm-hmm. like, i don't want him to be seen like this that that's all, that's like, also another thing like with my and, mom and she, like she, towards the end mm-hmm. like when we had a bunch of family over she's like she'd get very embarrassed like yeah, i don't yeah. want people to see me like this yeah it, it's a very like oh i want i want to be remembered like and when they're at their healthiest, at their fullest, you know, mm-hmm. not at their at a weak moment in their life. And so maybe I think that was a big part of it, too, maybe for yourself. That maybe, like, yeah. But at the same time, it sounds like maybe there was a little bit of scared of being vulnerable. Or, maybe. Or, or but you also aren't just a big Instagram person at all. You're not. A big oh, yeah. That's the thing. Person. Like, maybe literally, that's... it's been like since I got my new phone back in December. I finally <clears throat> yeah. like, oh, I finally have a phone that has good camera. Yeah. That was good. Whatever technology. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then I was like, now I can start posting things. No. Because that's kind of one of my big things. I want to start Instagramming just a little bit more. Yeah. If anything, it's, social media is like such an interesting thing because it's, it can be definitely a double-edged sword mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the perception of it all. Um, but at the same time, it is a good way to just keep the giant amounts of like circles that we have in our life like friends Mm -hmm. family extended family work people school friends all that stuff whatever like updated and people stay fresh in your mind so it's it's a good way to stay connected because that was its original Mm -hmm. form but at the same time with today's day and age it's become really easy to get obsessive with that Mm -hmm. but um but yeah man i feel you uh Hmm. So you deleted it 30 seconds later. Yeah, like 30 seconds later. And then I was just thinking, like, what if, like, the only reason I deleted it was because I, I'd rather tell people in person than yeah, r- rather than have find out through, like, 
like through social media or yeah. like secondhand, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's kind of it. Cause that's, yeah. Cause instead of like calling you and telling you what happened, like yeah. you, I saw that your car was there like the day my mom passed. I yeah. decided to just go, just over, go over and just yeah. tell you face to face. Yeah. Which yeah, I appreciated. I think, Cause that human I think there's a little more of a connection there than just, yeah. Than just posting on social media and getting like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. That you're going through this but then that definitely helps open up other people like one thing because then how what if there's someone that you won't see in person for a while how are they gonna know? yeah that's the thing i did text people like yeah over here who who in la that i knew i wasn't gonna see for a while yeah yeah telling them like hey just let you know my mom passed away I don't yeah, be, thank like, you for baby. like everything yeah yeah kind of thing dude well, yeah. it sounds like you're not too scared of being vulnerable. It's not that That's I'm good. scared. Recently, at least, it's not that I'm scared of yeah. being vulnerable. I think it's just, I think I enjoy the human interaction more. Than you're, you're, you're old school, bro. You're an old man on the inside. I, I, that's, that's, that's cool. That's good. That's, that's I'm you. Just an old soul. Yeah, you're an old soul. Um, uh, I don't like that term. But the, it's interesting because there's definitely a certain power to social media, in the sense that like. And in, in the time, the last year since both their parents passed away, like, I've had friends go through similar experiences. And then because, and I saw them post about it, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to reach out because I know how it feels because I had people randomly who I hadn't talked to in years reach out to me. And I was like, man, like, it feels good to be, you know, like, loved and cared for mm-hmm. and, and know that people are thinking about me and my family. Um, then, so yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. It's definitely like double-edged. Yeah. Uh, what, what was this topic that you were mentioning in the car though, on the ride after the rage room, to the rage room about okay, so being, this, what this, was it? This, wait, what Ra- was that? What was it? Rage? Rage ground. No, no, not the name, but oh. the topic. You said being impatient or something. Rushing. You rushing. felt oh, like yeah, you were, we rushing. were rushing to get to the rage room. Yeah. So, or, yeah. To the rage ground. So a quick recap for our, the people who weren't there. So moments before we went to the rage room, uh, Joseph was running late because <laughs> he was running. Why, errands. Are you, why are you talking to yourself in third person? Joseph Soria. <laughs> uh, I was running late and then George got to my house early. We were supposed to carpool. We had to, uh, I had to pick up some food real quick because we both hadn't eaten. Uh, we were supposed to print out the waivers. Long story short, we like rushed the crap and barely made it like three minutes early. Do our I feel like I could have died in that thirty-minute car ride. And I was over. driving a little LA style, but we was efficient. But long story short, we were rushing, and then George got onto the topic of rushing, and so I'll let you take it from here. I really don't know where I was gonna go with that. You you sounded like you had a whole essay to write, bro. I don't know. I think I'm I think I'm thinking about procrastination. You because that's what that's where that's where it's at for me. What about procrastination? I'm just, you put two people who procrastinate together, it just leads to a whole bunch of procrastinating. <laughs> procrastinating. Like today? No, I was just thinking back when uh, when I was helping my friend move because he was uh, deploying. Uh, we put everything off for like the night before. Yeah. Before, and he had a plane ride like at 4 a.m. So and so we tried to get everything <laughs> into a storage space or thrown it out the night before. Wow. And then we also work? had to like return like the the modem and the internet stuff and yeah and give the keys to the uh, keys to the apartment to the to the leasing office and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of that and 
procrastinating and how horrible it is when you put two people who procrastinate together. Uh, you end up getting the, nothing done. Yeah, yeah. More, that's so. what kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because then you just get frustrated at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. No, that was a fun time, though. Nice. Ugh. This is dead ass. Is it? Wait, hold on. We're talking about me in the rage room. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Because the podcast is all about me. <laughs> Welcome to the Silver George podcast. <laughs> I also want to talk, George. I want to talk right, about my ahead. feelings, all right. bro. All right. I have I will, feelings, for too. For this next, uh, next segment, I will care about your feelings. All right, great. Uh, so yeah, how was it? How was the experience for you? Well, I didn't even think about it until we were there. I mean, props to you for doing all the planning and scheduling. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. And then me for driving us recklessly on time there. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. I'd never done anything like Rage Room. It's a very millennial thing, definitely. I think like a room definitely. where you can pay to break shit. Like that's what I mean, has yeah, that ever been needed? Up. Like in, we'd go in, smashed up, and leave. Yeah, like what has that ever been needed in like the last century? Like people used to have to do manual labor to relieve stress and now here we are being you know hold for sound to the plane but uh okay. what do you call it the uh yeah it's uh it was interesting um there was a big printer there i uh i felt like i was gonna well one we were wearing like running shoes we were wearing adidas ultra boost i was wearing nike rocious one yeah sponsored by adidas nike <laughs> but um felt like we were gonna we were breaking glass left and right and like i thought we were gonna step into one of the big shards of glass but i did we fall didn't. you did fall I, after i threw the printer I so fell. for those who don't know like basically we they suit you in this big lab coat looking thing where you're covered and this you have like a thick layer of protective clothes and gloves and they give you mm -hmm. a helmet with like a little face shield so you can literally throw everything around and you won't have anything flying your face so at one point i told george to grab the printer and throw it against the wall and and he did and I threw it with too much force and i stepped on like a broken piece of glass and, and he slipped i slipped and i landed hands down but luckily the like, gloves luckily had the gloves or else my hands would have been freaking shredded or else we would not be here recording this podcast oh yeah right i'd now. be in a hospital but it was definitely interesting because um yeah a lot of feelings came out that of like just anger i remember little flashbacks of like Moments of my dad in the hospital where I was blaming myself a lot. And I was like, what could I have done differently? Because one thing I realized that I mentioned much in the last podcast was I basically, during my dad's tenure in the hospital, <clears throat> the in and out of like the last two years of his life, as he, as his liver cirrhosis progressed to interstitial lung disease, um, I basically took on the task of trying to find out as much information about his disease and prognosis and trying to inform the doctors on that because the medical system is fucked, man, in the U.S. And so many doctors just kind of winging it. Uh, insurance, just like trying to get people in and out of beds. And so there's a lot of times where the doctors were just like, I mean, there's a lot of doctors who cared, but a lot of them just, it was just another person in the system, you know, like in, get them in, get them out. If they can't find what's wrong, oh well, we'll wait till he comes back next time, we'll see if we can fix it, man. So I was very like, hey, let's get to the root of the problem, what's this? And so a lot of times I was looking up, I basically almost became a doctor at one point. I was like looking up 
medical research, like research articles of like past cases that had similar symptoms. And I hope. I, yeah, I think I remember you telling me like one of the doctors thought you're like a med student with how much knowledge you. Dude, if I had a nickel it. for every time a doctor asked me, doctor asked me the last two years of like, are you like a a med student? Like, or are you like work? Do you work in the medical field? Like, I would have a couple bucks. <laughs> but you've always been like. You've delved. You've always delved into books a lot. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I, I'm trying to get back into books, but like I'm, all, I'm very obsessive. Like mm-hmm. if I, if there's one thing, I'm very hyper focused. If there's one thing for me to focus on, I will like get into it. And so for the longest time, I was, I literally became a doctor. It felt like, and doctors were like, like what do you like? I was talking to them in their terms, medical speak, and I was helping them diagnose what was wrong with my dad when there was certain things that they didn't know yet and so yeah it was kind of freaking crazy but yeah um i don't even know how i got into that oh the rage room yeah so rage room yeah um so because of that i also put a lot of blame on myself of like oh what could i have done differently how could i have persuaded the doctors to do things differently and a lot of that came out during the rage room yeah, that and a lot of feelings of like my old past relationship from back in the day then as well. Um, and yeah, kind of just releasing that when I was destroy- <laughs> destroying this printer, throwing it in and the side of this freaking wall. I was, I was very fearful yeah. for my life. <laughs> and a lot of it was anger myself too of like, yeah, not just my dad, not just my past relationships, but also of like the bad parts of myself. And then, mm-hmm. so it was kind of a healthy venting to some degree, but at the same time, yeah, it, it was a little scary. Um, but oh my god, so much background noise! Oh, yeah, there's so much. It was yeah. a little scary, but to like see myself like be angry, I haven't been angry in a while, um, I feel like, and so it was kind of relief of a relief to some degree it was kind of cool just letting that go but nowadays my usual release is like working out I just destroy my body whenever I work out and that's a good like release um but yeah th- that was a fun experience so thank you George for suggesting that that was definitely yeah. pretty cool yeah we still gotta figure out a topic for next month but we'll work on that later yeah we we got 10 minutes yeah so speaking of rage I want to go back to January 2018 when McDonald's took away... <laughs> no, yeah, I seriously want to get into this. When McDonald's took away the hot and spicy from California for whatever dumb reason, I remember that. I remember the day clearly. It was like somewhere in the first week of January. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Ha- I haven't had in a while. <laughs> uh, a hot and spicy combo, which comes with two, mi- two hot and spicy McChickens, a medium fries, and a medium drink. Yeah. I, went, I went to the McDonald's that's by, that's by our place. I pulled up to the drive-thru. Yeah. And I asked for, I, I said, I would like, uh, well, I didn't see it on the first off. I yep. didn't see it on the menu. So I was like, oh, sometimes it's just not there. Yeah, so yeah. I asked for it. And the next words that came out, there are words in the English language that when put together yeah. could kill a man. And I feel like I came pretty darn close <laughs> yeah. there. He told me that we no longer carry that. Yeah. And I just said, okay. <laughs> and I drove away. And... And so I needed to go somewhere else that had like something spicy. 
Yeah, yeah. So I went to Wendy's, and the whole time I was making that what uh, like ten minute drive to Wendy's, I was cursing McDonald's like, oh, "Why did they take it away? Huh? Why would they do that?" I remember it was okay. this. It was I good. This rant to some degree yeah, when it first happened, it was fresh. It was good. There's there's no reason to take it away. No reason. <laughs> yeah. I, so <clears throat> so I went to Wendy's. I got whatever like the hot and spicy is equivalent or something spicy there. Mm-hmm. I I paid for it. I drove home the whole time. I was driving home. Can't believe it took it away. Can't believe it did that to me, and just to me, no one else. Just to me. I remember I was, I went home. I told my mom like, yeah, they don't they don't have that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I just remember that so fondly. And just, I hate it so much. But then a year later, in twenty like at the end of twenty, yeah, at the end of twenty eighteen, December, I was going to El Paso, mm-hmm. and I was we were driving through uh. Arizona, we mm. stopped by McDonald's, and guess what they freaking had? They had a spot, hot spice McChicken. They had hot in Texas. So I have to go drive. No, 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 in Texas, in Arizona. So it's not that far. It's not that far. That's yeah, yeah, it's somewhere far. in the middle, off the ten, off the ten. Interesting. I'm pretty sure you can find it anywhere in Arizona, but mm. yeah, I had it, and for the first time in a year, I felt happy. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding, but yeah, it was great. It was worth it. I can't have spicy food anymore because my body decided just not to. Bro, you're Mexican. How can you not Dude, have spicy? Dude, it just stopped. Like, I, I get, like, stomach aches whenever I eat spicy food now. Maybe. Maybe wow. I eat something too spicy. Wow. And so, yeah. Maybe that's the universe telling you. I'm mad at you for not accepting that there's no more spicy chickens in the world. I don't know. In just California? Kidding. No. They'll bring it back someday. I think no, they will. will. And I know I can't have it, but I will have it. Yeah. Nothing will stop me. Oh, God. Um, wow. How much time do we have? That was fast. Why did this go so much quicker than last fast. time? We're at like, what, 23 minutes? 23 minutes. You know, look at the time code in the future. The you'll time. see how long you're in. There's much more to talk. There's much more to talk about. Um, what are you up to this week? I feel like we... What? What are you up to this week? I don't even know, bro. I'm trying to work. I think, yeah, I think all you're doing is working. Well... Work, the work-life balance is a careful balance of not being a workaholic and also trying to pay the bills and achieve the goals. Mm-hmm. I'm a very ambitious person, as you know. How's that going? How's how's the work life? And it's it's gotten better. Life? You know, I've uh, I kind of talked about it a little bit in the last podcast where I was learning to draw a line between you know taking care of myself and making time for things that I care about, and like volunteering at my church, and I'm still doing that. I'm still pretty involved. Um, yeah, you had like a thing like I think two weeks ago. It's like called girls or something. Yeah, yeah. So which is kind of shows progress in my work life balance thing. Um, so I went to so my church mosaic um, Hollywood. We had like a, a like a women's girls convention where it's kind of it was like a girl. How do I sponsor? How do I explain it? It was like a it's basically like a like a convention. It was a kind of a man what's the word conference it was a conference, conference. wrong c word not <clears throat> convention it was a conference for like women Comic-Con. um and yeah it was comic on um and basically for them to build each other up empower each other tell stories motivate each other and like yeah just kind of focus on just very like, celebrate uh, women women empowering yeah kind of thing. and so it was that sort of thing and it was hosted by a lot of the women in our church and they invited a lot of the you know their friends and family and um and the men were all the volunteers for that event, the men of, the, of Mosaic. And and it was very interesting because I realized 
like two thirds of all the volunteer and and staff at Mosaic are like women. So like as the dudes, we were like super short staffed and we were very like stretched thin. But at the same time, it made me and a lot of other people like appreciate even more the women who go there and serve there. So it's pretty cool. But the work life balance was good because I took a job that weekend with a good friend. And I was like, I set the lines. I was like, hey, man, I already committed to this. I can do your job. I just have to miss one day because I have this important thing. And and he was cool with it. Producers were cool with it. And I, yeah, I drew that line. I was like, cool. And so, yeah, uh, slow, little by little, the balance is getting better. When I look mm-hmm. back from a year from now, and I was even telling my therapist this last week, and I'm going to her like once a month now. Nice. Um, as opposed to like once a week <laughs> in the beginning of right after my dad passed away. Um, not like once every two weeks. But now it's like once a month, <clears throat> every other month. Um, but now, when I look back a year, dude, I'm in such a better place than I was then. Um, from like a year, year and a half. Like I was a workaholic. I was such a big, like getting a work call would stress me out. I'd always be forced. I think I'd always think like, oh, I have to take this job. Like this is, like this is it. But now I'm being a lot more selective in my career trajectory. What jobs I take, what's worth my time. Um, and obviously it took six years of me being in the business to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of sacrifice, but now I'm at the point where I'm finally, instead of like feeling like, oh, I have to take every job ever. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like drawing lines. I'm like, cool. I'm not going to bail on the important things to me because I get a job offer, even if it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, uh, seeing the year progress, it gives me hope that one day I'm sure I'll never achieve the perfect work life balance. I don't think everyone will. Yeah, I think one thing will always suffer just a little less than the yeah, other. Yeah, but it's all a matter of like trying to get that balance and it getting better little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, thanks for asking. So yeah, far, it's, it's pretty, hear, pretty good. Good to Getting hear. there. I mean, I worked four days straight. This, and then it was supposed to be. No, I worked like five days straight, and it was supposed to be nine, but thankfully, one job canceled, and so sleeping a little bit before <laughs> catching up on sleep because it was like two super long days. Like first it was like eighteen hours, second day was like fourteen hours, so it was gnarly. Um, but yeah, what about you, bro? What's new with you? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's what it. If I just left it at that. Yeah, yeah a minute and a half. Now we can take it like thirty-five minutes nothing. or something. Uh. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing at all. Know, you're you're going snowboarding next I mean, week. I am. I am. There's a, there's a little Camille's weekend go, go go away for a couple of friends' birthdays. Nice. So rented a like a Airbnb for three days this weekend. This weekend? From what, Friday to Sunday? Friday to Sunday. That's sick, bro. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. And yeah, we're just spending just just all of us up there hanging mm-hmm. out. Hopefully tickets aren't too much for mm-hmm. the ski lift, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to actually wake up in snow. Snow for like the first time. I I've been I've been to Big Bear. Yeah. unprepared. I went with freaking just everyday clothes and I was soaking wet and I was freezing. Like was two miserable. weeks ago, right? That was like three or four weeks ago wow. or something. I was miserable. <laughs> Would I do it again? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, dude. There's something about just braving. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. And the thing that sucked though is that this wasn't like snow, snow. Yeah, yeah. This was like 
shower snow because it was still wet, but it was almost like uh, almost becoming yeah. hail. Ouch. So it was like slushy coming yeah, out of the sky. Like and it, like, yeah. it just wet every article of clothing I had. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I even, as we were driving back, we actually spun out. No way. Jeez. Yeah. And well, that was survived. Abs- Luckily, nothing. We didn't hit anyone. Yeah. We managed to recover quite quickly. And nice. it was just like one or two spins. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And yeah, we're... Dude, here. you missed the Mount Baldy. I missed the Mount Baldy thing. I did Mount go Baldy. on the same day as you, which you is did. funny. But we took, uh, I went with a couple friends and we ended up taking dogs. Dude, you guys totally should have joined. And you got to join next year. like Probably so, next year. So yeah. for those who aren't Jordan, our one and only listener. Um, Hi, Jordan. Every year, Joseph, um, the person speaking right now, in first person. <laughs> uh, every, every year, uh, me and my some buddies do like a annual mountaineering winter trek to Mount Baldy. We summit the the north face of Baldy Bowl uh, with like crampons and stuff. And so every year we get torn up because we're not in shape for it because we get out of shape. <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun with crampons, pickaxe, just freaking climbing a mountain in the snow. And it's just you and the mountain and yourself and you and beautiful views and just silence. And ugh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I have summited Baldy once, but that was in the summer. Yeah. And I walked, I walked all of it. Yeah. From the from the ground all the way up. I think you took the ski lift, right? No, what the you hell, took bro? The ski lift. I'm not a ski lift like person, a dude. Pansy. Wow. No. I don't. I, don't, I really don't know. Did you? Which trail did you take? We we went up. Uh, you went up. The we ski met lift. at Maker Flats. <laughs> we met at Maker Flats Trailhead, and then we went up the Baldy the Ski Hut Trail, and that takes you up to. Uh, and the Baldy Bull Trail, basically. Oh, Baldy Bull, okay. And that takes you to the Ski Hut. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can, uh, you hit the Baldy Bull. From there, you can go up a couple switchbacks to the mm-hmm. summit. Or you can climb, it's like a seven, eight hundred foot, like a steep mountain face. Uh, you can just climb it in the snow, like snowfield climb, like with ice axe and, and, uh, and, uh, it's kind of like ice climbing. It's not technical ice climbing, but it's like, kind of ice climbing it's like snowfield climbing i think that's the name for it okay um but you need crampons and an ice axe and it's a pretty sleek it's like maybe like a 65 degree slope so it can get kind of gnarly and you do that for like and yeah it sounds like 45 a lot of minutes dude it's so much are you guys roped to each other or is that not no. needed no nah, it's not needed as long as you know how to self-arrest so cool. it, it's like a perfect beginner's trek to you know if, as long as not beginners i mean obviously you want to go with mm-hmm. someone who knows what they're doing which we did our first time um but yeah you you, you gotta practice self-arrest which is like when you drag a pickaxe and you know how to fall in case oh, you, yeah. you fall so you don't slip down the mountain okay um but um yeah dude it's so much fun definitely Just that feeling is incredible year. yeah you gotta come next year and if not i mean there's plenty of other winter hikes we can do definitely up north to some degree yeah. Uh, um, one more thing I forgot to mention. I'm going yes. to my first stand-up show tonight. You are. That's the, yeah, wow. That's the this is why we're kind of rushing it. Oh well, yeah. Thanks, George, for sponsored by George rushing us. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to rush this. Gotta get. Gotta it's get okay. out the door. Gotta get changed. Gotta. Gotta have my bowl of cereal. The bowl well, of cereal. Of Rebecca Black, right? Was that her name? Gotta have. Friday. Whoa, my, well, that's a throwback. <laughs> Rebecca. It is through Rebecca Black. Yeah. Gotta have my. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited for that. It's like in two hours or something. Nice, nice, nice. Excited. That's sick. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's it. No. Should we just end it? Why was that so fast? Just like that. No one's gonna listen. Sorry, Jordan, if we disappoint you. This <laughs> would be like, man, that first one was the best one. After that, just yeah, went after downhill. That, it, just, it just started. I guess stalking. it's been thirty-four minutes now. Yeah. We just gotta be more witty, bro. We're not that witty, though. We're pretty witty. So should we, should we just end it here? Just like cut it off without even saying anything? No, we should say. Or a should deep we? Do song. we have a sign off? A sign off. Well, we should be like, what do you? Next on the next episode of Silver Lines to be continued. Um, there is no next episode. Oh, there isn't that. George there, visits a mental hospital. I was gonna say a, a brothel, but a brothel. I don't think it's Are very there any brothels around here. Kind of be <laughs> really. Uh, well, I'm not gonna look into it unless that could be <laughs> our new month thing for next month. See, this is what happens, George, when we don't have an outline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need an outline. Yes, we do. We need structure, George. All right, do one thing for me, and then we'll end it. But up up up. No, 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 not that. <laughs> Sorry, that's it, folks. No, 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 no. That's our theme song, okay. George. Ready? Spell I cup. I S U P. Yes. I hate you. Alright, that's uh, our show, it everyone. It could be worse. It could be up dog. It could be up dog. Yeah. Everyone knows. <laughs> this is wow. Alright. Our podcast is We're done. Alright, bye, George. Bye, Jordan. Bye, Thank Jordan. you for listening. Thank you for <laughs> to our future children who will be listening to this and grandchildren. All right. Bye. All, all this. This is only gonna make like the time capsule. No one's gonna listen to this except us. Is that, are you cutting it? Don't cut it, George. I just end it. We we did done more. What's your what's your theme song? I'm gonna do it at the same time. It's ba bum bum ba bum. Okay. On three, you ready? One, two, three. Ba-da-bum-bum-bum.